seriously popular. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. In the last hour, two teenagers have been arrested in connection with the murder of a 16-year-old girl in Cheshire. On the 11th of February, 2023, the body of 16-year-old Brianna Jai was found in a park in Cheshire in England. Two teenagers, too young to be identified, stand accused of her murder. Bringing you the evidence, witness statements and testimony from court, this is the trial. Brianna Jai. I'm Liz Hull, Northern Correspondent for The Mail. I'll be following the trial every day and reporting on it as it happens. And I'm broadcaster and journalist Caroline Cheatham. Together, we'll examine what's happened in court and bring you the details behind the headlines. Today, we'll hear about the moment the two teenagers were arrested on suspicion of Brianna's murder. We'll hear that Girl X denied being involved in the alleged attack on Brianna and that she WhatsApp Boy Y to make sure the story adds up. And we'll explain that Boy Y told police he saw Girl X stab Brianna in the back. Welcome to episode four, cover story. So on Friday, we heard Deanna here, KC, continue to outline in detail the events leading up to the killing and the discovery of Brianna's body. And the jury was told that the following day, Girl X's mother realised her daughter and boy Y had been with Brianna on the day that she was killed. So at around 5pm, she called the police to let them know. And in court, Liz, we've now heard a bit more detail about that 101 call. Yes, so we heard that during the call, Girl X's mother actually passed the phone to her daughter so she could speak to the police operator herself. And this is what she told them. We went into Linear. We sat on the bench for a bit. She looked at her phone and said she needed to go and meet some boy. He was 17 and from Manchester. I didn't know his name or anything. She said he was picking her up and stormed off. She said stop interrogating me and just walked away. She's not mentioned him before. I think it's someone from online. We stayed in Linea for a little bit and then went to Culture. I went home and he went back. Then less than an hour after the call, Girl X messaged Boy Y, telling him to corroborate her version of events. I haven't gone station, but my mum phoned police. Not sure what's going to happen. Make sure story adds up. Say to police everything. We met Brianna at half one, walked to Linea and sat and chilled on the bench. 
Then Brianna looked at her phone and said she was going to meet some lad and walked off. Went Sainsbury's, sat and chilled at the stone area. Then you got bus home and I went home. Now, this message, the court was told, was recovered from Girl X's mobile phone. Another thing found on that phone was a gushing tribute to Brianna that she posted onto her Snapchat story half an hour later. Miss Here said Girl X took a screenshot of a picture of Brianna from the local newspaper website and added, rest in peace, and added two white doves to it. She also wrote, Brianna was one of the best people I have ever met. She's such an amazing friend. It is fucking sickening what got done to her. But the court heard the police weren't convinced by what Girl X had told them on that 101 call because an hour later, just after 7.30pm, they arrived at the homes of both defendants and simultaneously arrested them on suspicion of Brianna's murder. Body cam footage from officers who made those arrests was shown to the jury. And on that film, Girl X can be seen standing on the landing at the top of the stairs in her home. She's handcuffed and she could be heard saying, how come I am a suspect? Is it because I was the last person to see her alive? Five miles away, at his home address, Boy Y was also handcuffed on the landing outside his bedroom. He told officers, I can explain. So after they were arrested, both teenagers were questioned separately at different police stations in Cheshire. Now, because they were just 15 at the time, an appropriate adult was present for those interviews. Girl X told police officers that Brianna had been suspended from school and was being bullied. She said they became friends because Brianna had complimented her on her eyeliner and she said they liked the same makeup. She said she and Boy Y had been friends since the age of 11. She said initially they were like frenemies but then they became closer. They would message each other on social media or hang out once every couple of months in Lee or Culcheth, she said. So we know, Liz, that both defendants now accept that they were in Linear Park with Brianna and that they now blame each other for Brianna's murder. But the court was told when she was arrested and interviewed in connection with Brianna's death, Girl X lied to officers and told them Brianna had left them to meet another boy, a 17-year-old boy from Manchester, and that was the last time she'd seen her alive. The interview, which began at 2.13pm on February the 13th, began by the officer asking Girl X to tell them what she knew about what had happened. Their exchange has been voiced by actors. You tell me what you know about what's happened. I didn't even find out about it until after it happened. And it was on the news. I wasn't with Brianna when it happened. We met her at half one. She got off the bus and we went to Linear Park. We were walking around the forest for a bit. We were sat there chilling for a bit. She looked at her phone. She was like, I need to go and meet this lad. She wouldn't give me any information. She said he was 17 and from Manchester and that he was going to pick her up. She started having a go at me saying, stop interrogating me, it's none of my business. And she just walked off. That was around half two. She ditched me. We didn't know what to do. None of us followed after her. Boy, why was snapping at me saying it's fine, leave it. I didn't hear from her for the rest of the night. I had a bit of a go at her saying, why did you just leave us? She didn't respond. What were you talking about? I was just asking her about how things were since she got suspended. She said she was in a really bad mood getting into a lot of arguments with her parents over it. 
She didn't want to go back in because she hates the teachers. You said Brianna was talking about school and family. She seemed completely fine. She seemed quite happy. She didn't seem stressed or anything. She's always on her phone, really. She's always doing Snapchats. She's obsessed. The next thing she said, she needed to go. I asked her why, and she said she was meeting this lad. That's when she ditched us. Did she know boy why? No, it's the first time she's ever met him. What were you planning on doing? Just sitting and hanging out. What sort of conversations were you having with Brianna? I was laughing to Brianna about boy why, with this girl he likes, and saying he wants me to be his wingman. She was laughing the same. She was making little jokes. I remember talking to Brianna about what boy why is like and introducing them two together. Just things about what school's like and her complaining about teachers. They seemed a bit off. Boy Y didn't seem to like Brianna very much. He was really quiet around her. Whenever she tried to talk to him, he changed the conversation. He didn't seem to like her for some reason. He seemed cold and wasn't talking much. From his facial expressions and stuff, it looked like he didn't like her. Girl X told officers she burst out crying when a friend messaged her to tell her Brianna had been killed later that evening. She also said the phone call made by her mother to police was really emotional. She was also asked about her friendship with Brianna and if she knew that Brianna was transgender. Describe your friendship. Normal mates that got on quite well. I'm not really sure. I don't really like people. I have anxiety, so we would sit on our phones, really, just talking. What did you and her talk about? Literally nothing. Just snap streaks. I would send her random pictures of my dog. How often would you do that? Not often, just when I could be bothered. You refer to her having problems with her family and school. When did you discuss those things? She said in passing she keeps getting into arguments with teachers and she said on Snapchat that she hated school. Do you know any other issues she was having? I know she got bullied. When did you become aware that Brianna was trans? She makes jokes about it a lot. She doesn't really go into detail. She just said she's trans. She went from boy to girl. Was there any issues Brianna was going through? I know she suffers from anxiety and she would self-harm. The officer told Girl X her phone was being looked at and asked her if there was anything they would find to connect her to the death of Brianna. She replied no. So that was what the jury heard about Girl X's first interview on February the 13th. She was calm and she answered the officer's questions and she didn't appear to be upset at any point. But the jury were told that she was interviewed twice more on February the 14th after police had had time to look at her phone and investigate her version of events. This time, she refused to answer, simply saying no comment to all of their questions. We'll be back after this short. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. We'll break. So we know that while Girl X was being interviewed in one police station, Boy Y was taken to a different police station and also interviewed, and the jury was shown a video of that too. As we outlined earlier in the episode, after Girl X's mother phoned police, she sent him a message urging him to corroborate her cover story about Brianna meeting another boy from Manchester. But the jury heard, crucially, he didn't do this. Instead, in his interview, he told the officers that Girl X had killed Brianna. He claimed she started stabbing Brianna while his back was turned as he went to the toilet by a tree. He saw her stab Brianna at least three times, he said. His exchange with the interviewing officers has been voiced by actors. You said you turned around and saw Girl X stabbing Brianna. Talk us through that in as much detail as you can. I turned around and Girl X was stabbing her in the back. Brianna was on the floor. How was she lay on the floor? Curled up. Was she moving? I'm unsure. Describe what Girl X was doing. At this point, he made a stabbing motion with his hand. Did you see what she had in her hand? A knife. How many times did you see her stab Brianna? When I turned around, I saw her stab her at least three times. To which part of Brianna's body? The back and the side, the right side. Did you hear any conversation or any verbals between them? They were whispering. I did hear something about drugs or cocaine. When was that conversation? When we was walking. Before you turned around, did you hear anything between them both? I just heard a foot on the floor. How long do you think it went on for? Two seconds. I saw it. Two seconds. Did Girl X notice you turn around? Yeah. Is that why she stopped? Yes. What did you do next? I went over to Brianna to see if she was alive. I put my hands on her to see if she was breathing, but I got blood on my hands. I panicked and ran. Did you see where the blood was coming from? Everywhere. How did Girl X appear when you were walking back? Calm. How were you? Panicked and stressed. Shocked, obviously. How did you feel when the name was released, that it was Brianna? I felt like my heart stopped. Just... I didn't know how to react. Boy Y told officers that when Girl X messaged him to ask him to play along with her cover story, he initially agreed because he was worried she might come after him as well. He claimed she was not mentally well and that she'd told him she'd had hallucinations. 
She'd been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and had a history of drug and alcohol use, he said. Boy Y also told police Girl X had said she'd killed two other people, but he said he didn't know if it was true or not. Boy Y said he knew she used knives and was obsessed with her boyfriend. She'd once carved her boyfriend's name into her arm with a knife which left a scar, he said. How would you describe her as a person? Not really a normal kind of person. She likes to joke about, like, dead babies and stuff. I'm not really sure how to describe her personality. She's not a normal person. The jury was told that Boy Y was interviewed a second time, at 2.30pm on February the 14th. He told officers more about Girl X's claims to have killed two people. The first was a boy called Layden, he said, who she said was mean to her boyfriend. What else has she told you about Layden? Just that she killed him, but I don't know if that's true or not. When did she send you those messages? I think around October. What did you reply to her? I can't remember exactly. I didn't believe her. I'm not sure, but I went along with her story. I don't really try and object to what she was saying. She was just trying to convince me, telling me how mentally unstable she is or something. Is there a reason you don't believe her? She always says about killing things and jokes about stabbing things, watching torture videos. In year eight, she was saying about how she was a Satanist. Killing other things? What kind of things? She would joke about it. I'll stab your nan, shag your cat. Do you know if she's ever hurt animals? I'm not sure if she's hurt any. Layden, is she saying how she hurt him? She said she stabbed him. I just didn't believe her. Boy Y was also asked if he had access to any weapons. He said he had a hunting knife and a pack of three throwing knives, which his dad bought him on a Christmas family ski trip. And this was just a few weeks earlier than the attack on Brianna. He said the hunting knife was a vanity item, but he'd used it to self-harm and cut himself because he was worried about his GCSE mock exams. Now, the jury's also heard from Dr Alison Armour. Now, she's the pathologist who carried out the post-mortem on Brianna's body. Now, she told the court that Brianna was around five foot five tall and weighed about eight stone six pounds when she was killed. She said Brianna was stabbed to death in a sustained and violent assault. Dr Armour said she found a total of 28 stab wounds to Brianna's body, 14 to the head and neck and 14 to the chest. They were inflicted with considerable force and caused serious internal injuries that were unsurvivable. The court was also shown a picture of the hunting knife in Boy Y's bedroom. This, the jury has been told, had traces of Brianna's blood and tissue on it. Now, this knife is more than five inches long and around an inch wide. Dr Armour confirmed that such a knife could have caused Brianna's wounds. And in response to a question from the jury, Dr Armour was also asked whether just one or more than one knife was used in the attack on Brianna. She said it was possible one knife caused all the stab wounds, but she couldn't exclude the possibility that a second knife of similar size and shape also caused some of them. Richard Pratt Casey, who's defending Girl X, asked Dr Armour whether the person who inflicted such injuries would need to be fairly strong. Dr Armour agreed and said they would need a degree of strength. The pathologist also accepted that while she couldn't exclude the possibility of a second knife, 
she found no positive evidence of one. The court was also then shown a picture of a chef's knife, which was found at Girl X's home. Richard Littler, KC defending boy Y, asked Dr Armour if this knife could have been used in the attack. She said it may have been responsible for some of the more superficial injuries, but it wasn't big enough, she said, to have caused some of the deeper wounds. Both the defendants plead not guilty to the charge of murder. So that's it for today. We'll be back on Friday with more of the evidence from court. In the meantime, you can follow us on X at The Trial Podcast and contact us, thetrial at mailmetromedia.co.uk. You can leave a comment on Spotify or even send us a voice note on WhatsApp on 07796 657 512. Start your message with the word trial. See you then. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.